Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. You're listening to The Flock on Fox 45 Podcast, presented by Sports Unlimited, with your hosts, Morgan Adsit and Rocco DeSangro. We are back for a brand new episode of The Flock on Fox 45, presented by Sports Unlimited. We got Morgan, we got Jaffe, and we have me. Uh, I apologize to all of our listeners out there. It's Super Bowl week. Uh, The Kansas City Chiefs and the Philadelphia Eagles, they're going to square off in Super Bowl 57. You can catch the action Sunday at 6.30 right here on Fox 45. Are the Ravens waiting, Morgan, until after the Super Bowl to hire an offensive coordinator is the question because it's been quiet lately over there at the Castle. It has been quiet. Number of people coming in, number of multiple second interview candidates. I don't think there's one guy for this job, so I think they have a list, and I think there's the top. And it might go down to three or four. We'll see. <laughs> but with this, obviously, there's there's plenty of coaches on both staffs of the Kansas City Chiefs and the Philadelphia Eagles who are going to be getting looks at the head coach openings that are still available and the coordinator positions that are still available. And then if those coordinators leave for head coaching jobs or even other lateral moves, if Eric Bieniemy really comes over to the Ravens for a lateral move, even though he would get the keys to the offense, which he doesn't have in Kansas City, still don't think that one's happening, but, but we'll see. You never know. Then you have to look at how everything else shakeouts. What happens to the pass game coordinators? What happens to the quarterback coaches? Are they getting promotions within their own teams? Do they not get that promotion? Then do they want to leave and go somewhere else and get that promotion? So I still think with the two teams that currently cannot interview right now because they are going to play the Super Bowl on Sunday, I think not so necessarily that the number one candidate is there for the Ravens. I just think a lot does have to play out with a handful of coaches and a number of positions that are still available. And that will become available depending on how everything shakes out. The enemy, he, he said, and we were looking at it the other day, he's only, well, he says he's only interviewed for one job, and that's the Indianapolis Colts head coaching position. He hasn't done anything coordinator-wise, but Adam Schefter, he reported that he's a prime candidate for both the Ravens and the Commanders' offensive coordinator openings. The enemy would be great for the Ravens. The enemy and Lamar, I think they would work wonders together because of what he's been able to do with Patrick Mahomes. And like you said, he does not have the keys of the, you know, to the car, uh, but he would have the keys to the castle, pun intended. <laughs> See what you did there. Over yeah. here in Owings Mill. So the enemy would be great. I think we don't know who the front runner is because we're, we're not sure. We're not at the table. We're not sitting there listening to these conversations because that's just the way it works. But I would think that Dave, Dave Canales could be at the lead of that pack because he's young. He seems like he's got a lot of energy. And what he's been able to do with Geno Smith, especially this year, I mean, that was pretty fantastic for the guy to have his best season this deep into his career uh, in Seattle. You probably should have an aim high, right? Like, we want someone that has head coaching experience. We want someone that maybe currently is an offensive coordinator. Okay, well, we might not get that person. They might take promotions elsewhere or might not want the lateral move. And then you have the young up-and-coming, like you're mentioning, the quarterback's coach list. They have a couple of those candidates internally. 
going out and interviewing second time for Bobby Ingram, who was with the Ravens for multiple years as tight ends coach and wide receivers coach. And he's now Wisconsin's offense coordinator. Does he want to come back to the NFL? So I think, again, it goes back to what's happening with the Super Bowl teams and how all those positions are going to shake out from past game coordinator, quarterbacks, coach, all the way up to OC and then head coaches. But I also think, too, it's real. If you are a guy like Eric Bieniemy, if you're that high-tiered get-and-want that the Ravens are going for, someone that either has head coaching experience or that's currently an offensive coordinator, why would you ever take a job if you don't know who your quarterback is? And I think that's where people like that, the status of Lamar Jackson comes into play. Yeah, it, that and realistically, I think Baltimore would be the only lateral move. Washington's not going to splash a ton of money for an assistant coach with an outgoing owner and a head coach that has practically got one foot out the forced out the door. Unless you know that's happening and you're the right. guy that's going to be the head coach. Um, but on the flip side, coming to Baltimore, I wonder if it's more of a waiting game in the sense that when Hollywood Hollywood Brown was traded on draft night last year, um, it was in part because of the offensive coordinator. And the question is, what do you do first? Do you bring in the coach and then the players? Or uh, do you bring in the players and then find a coach that suits them? And it's sort of this in-between where I feel like there's this sense of um, – I don't want to say confusion you know, coming from uh, the castle, but this lack of direction right now that they don't really know where they want to go. And that's in part because they don't have a coordinator. They don't know what their quarterback situation is going to be like. And it's just they have to wait. They just have to wait it out and figure things out. And I don't think they've done that yet. That's why I'm thinking it could be the Ravens are waiting. It could be the Ravens don't want to wait, but their top candidates may want to wait because the first thing I'm asking as an offensive coordinator candidate is Lamar Jackson going to be signed long-term. What are the odds of you guys getting a deal done? What's the percentage? All of those questions have to factor in because if you don't, if you're not going to be able to coach Lamar Jackson, there's no point in coming here right now, unless you know that, okay, at 22, the Ravens are going to trade Lamar and they're going to get someone else. And that's so far ahead. And they're in, we want to bring someone in now mode. It seems like, but it's you're not going to be able to wait. So is Lamar going to be signed long-term is the question. And the clock is ticking right now for the Ravens. We have, we're recording this podcast on February 9th. We now have what? My, I'm terrible at math. 12 days until the franchise tag window 20, opens 21st up. 21st it opens. Yep, it opens up. And then you have that till March, March 7th to be able to do it. So it's clock's ticking right now for the Ravens and that brings us to that point about Lamar Jackson Morgan do you see a deal getting done between the Ravens and Lamar Jackson both sides uh, before this franchise tag window closes no we've been waiting two years and it hasn't happened it's 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 why during the in the season presser and I get it they're not going to say a lot and tip <laughs> their hands but it was very optimistic and very just we're talking long term with Lamar and I do think that's their goal I mean financially speaking that's the smartest thing to do you're going to have to pay the guy regardless but wouldn't you want to do a nice friendly long-term deal that that's kind of normal in the NFL and not this new normal that Lamar's trying to set and what Deshaun Watson got with the fully guaranteed stuff. I mean, that's not what they want. But just real quick, going back to the coordinator thing, I don't think they're getting turned down. I don't think any coach would not want to go and be with this franchise. And I also think I'm not saying this is at all the buzz or it's at all happening, but John Harbaugh wrapping up your 15, things get stale. You've fired a defensive coordinator 
two seasons ago now because we had the new one last year. Well, you know, the last season, even though we're still in that year for the Super Bowl. <laughs> it's very confusing at the beginning of the new year. And then you now are about to have your newest OC come in. You only get so many people that you can let go before eyeballs go to you. So maybe they are taking their time of if, if the season goes south or things are going sideways and we have to make a big change in the next year or two, do we have that head coach on staff that can get us through a patchwork of a season? Okay, so let me jump to the Lamar thing. So I don't think anyone's turning <laughs> it down, which is important to say. It's, it's a franchise that is still one of the top tiers of having their – crap together are we yeah. allowed to curse on this podcast i would love to but i don't want to be the first one to drop it so they have their crap together i looked at jaffe and i got a confusion look so maybe we shouldn't curse well i mean we can't just click a button that says you should just beep us the word. whole time even yeah, though we're not even you'll though forget we're not and then yeah. one of us will get fired and we don't <laughs> yeah. need that we don't so want to go through that tv but they are a top tiered franchise that consistently wins and consistently is in the playoff picture so i don't think they're getting turned down with that but i do think there are a lot of questions and i think that factors in questions with other coaches on certain staffs I think factors in more than Lamar factor because this is going to go two ways they're going to franchise tag him so they're going to own his rights for this season can they wait until the summer and knock out the long-term deal yeah they have time to do that but the thing with the franchise tag is Lamar Jackson's in no obligation to be there for a very long time so if you're a new coordinator you're never going to get him in voluntary things we learned that last year but who knows maybe if a new coordinator comes in Lamar will come and lead the offense I don't think it's going to happen I think he wants a payday Yes, Jeff, go ahead. I w well, I want to touch on two of those topics, which was uh, circling back to um, Harbaugh's 15th year and then the OC searches. It's almost like when you bring up the possibility of staleness, I, I agree. And I think when they go for that OC search, they got to bring in a younger, innovative guy because it just sometimes it looks like on the sideline that he's just waiting for some type of spark. And something to rejuvenate him um, and just really get those creative juices flowing, but reignite that passion. And I'm not saying he doesn't have it. It was just, you know, this was kind of one of those strange seasons where things just seemed a little off all right. year, even when they were on that hot streak. And then going back to the Lamar side of the OC search, I don't think there would be any problem with tagging him getting the deal done in the summer, maybe he comes to OTAs, maybe not, but you get through training camp, his first training camp with a new OC, and he's like, man, this is fun. You know, mm -hmm. we're going to do some good stuff. Let's get this deal done. I can see that type of situation playing out. Regardless, I mean, even if you're waiting on him until the summer, that guy, that hire, has to be here in the next two weeks and probably will. I mean, the Ravens aren't going to let everybody go by and take other jobs and then be down on their eighth, ninth, tenth, who they want. I mean, they're going to be in the top five of who they want, and I think any candidate would, would work. But you have to start making your plans and getting your playbook together now, handing it off to the rookies late April, early May, handing it off into your veterans when they want to access it remotely, and then you're starting OTA. So there's really not a ton of time. It's still football. I don't think you're going to completely reinvent the wheel of things we haven't seen before and what these players can't handle. They still have an offensive line that's built to run. They still have two great running backs right now. We'll see what happens with Gus Edwards if he's a cap casualty. And you still, you think, have Lamar Jackson. You think. That's the hope for this fan base, but remains to be seen whether, like you said, a long-term deal is going to get done. I, I think he gets franchise tag, too. I think it's, it's going to happen. It's bound to happen. A deal would have gotten done already if they were going to do a long-term deal with him. They're not going to wait till the absolute last second and say, hey, February 20th's here. You know what? Lamar, we're good. I'm good, too. Lamar's not going to say, hey, let's get a deal done today. It's 
it's not it's honestly now or never and I feel like it's we're in this never point right now so franchise tag it's coming It'll, I mean, more than likely happen. It's a chicken or the egg situation. Why would I, as an OC, want to come in Mm -hmm. and not know the quarterback situation? And why would I, as a quarterback, want to do a long-term deal when I don't know if I'm going to like the guy who's telling me what to do? That is not a factor with really? Lamar Jackson. Well, I mean, unless, unless 100% he gets, no. Unless he gets he wants, the contract. He wants the money, the money. The contract. And I don't fault him. He's going to reset the market, hopefully. I mean, that's what the PA and the advisors are wanting him to do, kind of reset this market of top-tier talent making big money, and it's guaranteed. It's not, I make a, a little bit year one and year two, and then maybe I get hurt in year three, and then in year four and five, that's on the deal, I'm cut, and I'm not seeing that money. It, or it gets restructured, and you're still not seeing that money. I, I mean, I think he's going to reset the market, and he has the rights to ask for that. Um, I really don't think who the offensive coordinator is very high on his mind because whoever it's going to be, we already know the passing game needs to step up and most likely will. And his talents will be showcased in the offense by this coordinator. It has to because you're going to have one of the best players on your team. Yeah, they, Eric DaCosta and John Harbaugh both said that Lamar is going to have some sort of say in this offensive no. coordinator search. I don't think that is the case at all. I don't think they're the talking to him. All. I don't, I think, I don't either. Morgan, I, think I don't he either. said his number, and I think yeah. there's no negotiating on his part. Oh, yeah. Unless no, I'm, mean, I'm talking about for the OC. Like, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. I mean. Like, they for, can't yeah. even. They're not even, probably not yeah. even talking we right gotta now. we got to talk contract first exactly. before we can talk OC that's, with you. That's. Well. Honestly, Unless they a... mean philosophically. In yeah, the sense yeah. That, no, they're gonna. Well, look, I mean, you know, no yeah. one's gonna come here depending on Lamar. You know, they, that's one of those sort of, you know, speaking out of both sides of your mouth statements mm-hmm. where you can say, oh yeah, you know, Lamar, don't worry, you're that important to us. And well, I mean, philosophically, whether he's here or not, that's gonna have a bearing on who's gonna be our OC. The longer it goes, the more. It just doesn't seem like one party is willing to wiggle, and that's most likely probably the player. Again, you do you. Player without an agent. Go get mind it. You. And that is yeah. very that's very complicated because not only do you not just understand the inner workings of, of how things are done, not that he can't understand it, but you have those awkward conversations directly face-to-face instead of someone coming in and being like, listen, he's not the best passer sometimes on the outside. And then the agent goes and being like, well, Lamar, you know, they really want you to work on your passing. You know, you can't have those conversations it's it's right directly face to face and it can be a little bit tricky Roquan Smith got it done and it was a historic deal which is again it's not gonna be the same as Lamar but that's very very interesting but two different people two different asks two two different different positions as well two entirely different positions with the game completely different and with the Ravens making that move on the defense again we saw what he did with their defense and that's kind of how they've always been built seems a little outdated with the way that the league's going but it doesn't mean you can't have him and have Lamar and make these deals happen it's just the longer it goes and the more we know about the Ravens and the more we've seen with the Ravens and how we cover them and understand the inner workings and what current players say what what former players say that's a franchise that that you really want to be with and they know what they're doing. So I just think there's not a lot of negotiation because I think it's very one-sided. I think there's a figure out there and I think they're very far apart. If they meet it, they meet it. If they don't, We'll see. We'll what know happens. by summer. We will. We will. Even the tag doesn't mean anything. It means okay, we have his rights. We're not going to let him test the open market. Well, yep. yeah, duh. But you're going to shop him around. I'll say that. Like I'll say this. Like once we get past voluntary OTAs, because he didn't show up to voluntary OTAs. Yeah, he this won't year. be here this he year. He probably no. won't be there this year as well, and it'll be a big story because whatever. Mm-hmm. But if he doesn't show up the mandatory camp, then that's when we're like, okay, this is getting real. Like yeah. he 
Potentially. Is he Le'Veon Bell? Right. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So there's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming. And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. All right, let's step away from Ravens talk for a bit and talk about some Super Bowl picks. You got the Eagles, you got the Chiefs. Uh, two best teams in football this season. I, I really, truly be- believe the two best teams in football this year. May- <laughs> Go ahead, Morgan. On the NFC. Go ahead, Morgan. Keep, keep those. Keep those keep I really those thought Cincinnati, the Cincinnati Bengals were a better team because of their defense. Yeah, yeah. But that game, clearly they didn't win, and they had every opportunity to win. But I definitely think the Philadelphia Eagles, by far, have been the best team in the NFC. They have been, but I'm still going with the Chiefs. That's correct. I can't. I cannot. It, I can. I can totally see it happening because of the reasons why they've already won a Super Bowl and they might have the MVP running their offense for this season. We'll find out with the awards that come out after we tape this. <laughs> this is taped, folks. Uh, but I think the Eagles' defense is just too good. I think they are right now. I think Super Bowl is about your trenches, and I think that defensive front is just is just so much better. I think if we sat here and analyzed every position, both sides of the ball, the, the Eagles would be the better I team. I agree. And they run the ball because, better. Yeah, yeah. and they, they really do. And Jalen Hurts could throw for 150 yards, they could win the game. Jalen Hurts could throw for 300 yards, mm-hmm. and they could win the game. I don't see them losing this football game. Now it's the Super Bowl. Anything can happen. You know, some things might not go the Eagles' way. Hurts could, could come in, and he could lay a goose egg. Who knows? And if he does... I mean, we're, we're going to see a completely different football game, but I, I just truly don't see it going that way. I'm taking the Eagles in this one. Same. Same Z's. Yeah, for, for me, it's ten. I do think the – wow. That's a slaughter. What's the spread, Morgan? That's a slaughter. What's the spread? It's like almost a pick, isn't it? One or two? Let's see. Go ahead, Javi. Finish that thought and I'll get that current spread. Here's my deal. The Eagles, in my opinion, just have not played – a strong enough schedule to say here we go this defense is that much better here we go just the teams that they beat have had some awful offense don't they have like the sack record or they're about to quickly approach it i mean their defense is lights out and they're very young on the back end they've been very good this season son reddick's hitting his stride and i you guys made fun of me because he's a temple guy and i went t for temple U, but (laughs) he's playing phenomenal football right now i'm sorry I do. I mean, I know I'm like going back and forth, but like you really, I mean, it's Patrick Mahomes, Andy Reid, yeah, Travis Kelsey, the Kansas City Chiefs. You be, can't. Though. I I would worry more about Kelsey's back they than just, Mahomes' yeah. ankle. They just knocked out two That's... quarterbacks last game. <laughs> like the Eagles just took out Brock Purdy and Josh Johnson. Yeah, but I mean, Mahomes. I mean, he's going to play with a broken arm. Oh, he right, play with throwing yeah. arm. Mahomes if he has would to. play with a torn ACL yeah. in this game. If like, he played the last game with his ankle. More rest, more treatment. He's going to not 100%, but he's fine. His arm is such an amazing strength that a guy didn't even need his legs, no. which is crazy he for could, a quarterback. Yeah. He could throw sitting down like 70 yards. Yeah. Do. <laughs> uh, yeah. When's the first sidearm throw that everyone's going to gush over and show? Yeah, is this going to be a right. yeah, what's the over under on that one? Yeah. What's the prop bet well, on that? Well, there is going to be an Andy Reid. There's going to be an Andy Reid play where you're like, "Yep, there it is. He's been wait that's his revenge play. He's been waiting on it. Sitting on that since Philadelphia." 
how <laughs> long is is the national anthem over or under? I don't gonna even hit? know who's singing it. Who's singing it? I don't either. I know Rihanna's performing at halftime. I have no clue who's doing yeah, the national anthem. That would have been cool like 10 years ago. You guys are just Sorry, so Rudy. unpatriotic. Who's, this is ridiculous. Who's singing the national, national anthem, anthem then, Jaffe? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Let's see. You guys, are you excited? Rihanna, I did see a headline on Twitter today because they do their little yeah. speaking at the, they get like a whole Super Bowl event um, that she promises a jam-packed or star-studded, I forget her exact wording, but so I feel like we're going to hear like 30 seconds of every song and then like 10 guest stars. She has a lot of songs with Jay Z, right? Ooh, I no, do, maybe I not. Think she's got. I know a with like Ti. I don't think Ti will be there. Hadn't he had some legal things? <laughs> I think so. I don't think we'll see a Ti. They did live your life together. Who's her? Who's she have a child Olivia? with? Uh, I don't. I also. Uh, we'll see a- him. God, we're horrible. Is it ASAP? No. Rocky? Gosh, we're horrible. We're gonna have to cut some of this out. Edit. Uh, country singer Chris Stapleton. Oh, Stapleton singing the national, national anthem? anthem. He sings Tennessee whiskey. Um, still, I need a. I I'm not a country gal. I don't know who that is. I love Stapleton. So, That's are we thinking slow because it's country? Yeah, I was I'll right, go, Morgan. ASAP Rocky. Over. Okay, there you go. I know All what I'm right. talking about. Kind of. <laughs> uh, he'll come out. I bet. You right. Could. Good. I don't know her new music. I don't think it's dropped yet, as they say, but it will that <laughs> night, and then she'll probably have a tour. Isn't that what they do? Yeah, I'm sure there will be a QR code to take you to the Apple Music Store and, and download it. A lot of virtual reality stuff. Just leave it up on the screen long enough. Don't it's you hate that when it's up there? And like, first of all, I've never gotten up and be like, I must scan this QR yeah, code. I must. But if I did. <laughs> I would want it up there longer because it's not up that I, long. I'm usually sitting on the couch with like crumbs on my chest and like wing sauce on mm-hmm. my face, so I don't want to move at all. Can't wait the to only work QR Sunday code with you. I would scan fast <laughs> enough. Is like there's a discount on pizzas. Like oh okay. Oh yeah yeah. Got yeah. <laughs> to. That's how it is. Uh, before we continue, Gatorade color. What are we thinking for the winning team? A lot of props in this one. I'm just gonna go with purple. Purple Gatorade. Yeah, purple Gatorade. You're crazy. Poured. It'll it'll probably does it. It'll probably be line like everyone's gonna go yeah, with like what's that? Yeah, I, I was because I think Eagles are gonna win. Wouldn't it be more on like the lemon lime like yellow greenish color? But, but they don't listen, pick it. The we trainers think, pick it. We think color. We think color of the team. That's what we associate. Well, we're gonna try to associate the Gatorade color. Yeah, with. I'm going straight up If you're a player on the sideline, do you want to drink fruit punch Gatorade or like I, lemon lime's okay? But like you want to drink like the lemon best lime. stuff. Maybe cool blue. I'm going when with I played, blue. I always had to go water. I love Gatorade, but I didn't like it during the game. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I, too too much sugar yeah. in Gatorade. All right, I'm going blue. Orange. Yellow? Okay. The yellow one? Right. There we go. So, we both have the Eagles. Jaffe, you have the Chiefs. You're probably going to be on the losing side. If you're not, I know we'll hear about it. No, but he'll we, probably have, be on the wings, two against one. What's the tiebreaker? If, if the Eagles win, we now know where you land on the Gatorade prediction. Oh, yes. So, so that'll be the tiebreaker. Yes, uh. with boyfriend ASAP Rocky. I'm reading this. Is that how he says his name? ASAP Rocky. It's not, if you say a dollar sign, AP Rocky. Well, I never I'm would. Just, I know if it was I'm like ASAP. Come on. Come on. You're better be than like that. That would be like doing that with Kesha. That, that, that would be like interrupting <laughs> Kesha. Uh, a dollar sign, AP. Uh, who else does she have songs <laughs> with, guys? It's been like, I remember her, um, oh gosh, the What's My Name? Oh, nah, yeah, nah. Was, I yeah, remember yeah. that came out Super Bowl 45. That was all over the radio because that's when I worked in Little Rock at a Fox affiliate. And that <laughs> was in Dallas on Fox. And we went to the Super Bowl that year. And it was when they had the snowstorm that came out of nowhere, like wiped out the whole city. We missed a media availability because we could oh, not drive to it. And it was like a mile terrible. away. It was horrible. They put down sand. 
I live down south. It's weird. They don't have snow plows because no, they don't they get all that weather. So they put sand down. But Dallas was a disaster one whole day. And we missed the Wednesday. I believe it was the Wednesday media availability, the huge day where like everybody's there. But that song had just come out and was all over the radio. And now it's come full circle for it me. It has. But that's the last time I've remember a song of hers. That's I'm v- looking forward to it though. I like the one with I, Dr- like yeah, I think she's going to kill it. It's going to be hard to top last year with, you know, Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, 50 yeah, Cent, that's Eminem. A like, that was that was a superstar. Yeah, that was like right childhood there. for everybody, Yeah, right? that was that was incredible, especially 50 Cent, you know, kind of he was uh what they call what they call him? What, what's that? What did they call him? <laughs> he had put on like we like we all do oh, when we age. I think they called him like Seventy-five cents. Yeah, it yeah. wasn't very nice. It's not nice. Muscle it's, weighs more than fat. There you go. <laughs> you know what? Cut the guy some slack. Um, all right, Jaffe, you wanted to get into something before we go? Yeah. While we were on the subject of food, at one point, uh, you know, Rocco, your apology on Twitter was fantastic, but uh, you dipped into a mm. subject that was very touchy for uh, a few Ravens fans. I I don't. It's not a few Ravens fans. It seemed like everyone. It was touchy for everyone. And I think I like basically got canceled on Twitter for a take on dipping sauces. And let me put this set out here. Set it up. For, set it up. I, I got, I get, you know, I saw Marlon Humphrey. He took chicken and he dipped it in both honey mustard and barbecue sauce. And I've mixed dips before. I've done it multiple times. I've done buffalo and ranch. I've done barbecue and buffalo. I've done... You know, a bunch of stuff. Like, I think we did like ketchup and or uh, ketchup and mayo before making like uh, it was called like I, I don't know what kind of sauce it was, but like yeah, but yeah, I've I've done it all, but I've never done barbecue and honey mustard, and I just thought it looked disgusting. So I was like, did Marlon just dip his chicken in <laughs> barbecue sauce and honey mustard? Yeah, first of all, there's a game going on, and this guy's just eating on the sidelines. It's uh, like, okay, that's a loose hey, term. Exactly. Game. game. Yeah, it was a flag yeah, football. Yeah, exactly. Honestly, I would have been eating too. <laughs> Your tweet but, of the highlight probably got more views than the but like, actual game. Uh-huh. I got cooked. I was getting roasted on Twitter. First of all, people were just like, you know, that's Chick fil A sauce, right? And I was like, actually, no, I didn't. And. First Who was all, the first one to tell you this? Y- you were. Thank you. But like you didn't publicly call me out, which I thank you for. You just well, told no, we me. were in the office exactly. and you're like, look at this weird clip. And I was like, I don't really care. Like I'm busy. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't whatever. That reminds me of Chick-fil-A sauce, Rocco. And we went about our day. <laughs> yeah. And then it took off like everything that goes viral. It just took off without knowing. Yeah. But like it is what it is. So I apologized. I you know did a note sap apology, which I only thought that was the right way to do it. it was. A note sap apology. Yeah. Big of you. There's no other way. So I owned up to it. I made a mistake, and then I tried it. And I don't know if you guys have tried the barbecue sauce honey mustard combination with chicken. It's actually phenomenal. It was life changing, and I apologize to everyone out there that I offended with that. Well, I'll come to your defense. I think mustard is trash. So I don't like any like honey mustard, like mustard based. I don't even really care for Chick fil A sauce, which I guess this is on that realm. Well, I have had it before. Apology. Yeah. <laughs> and we don't have any sponsors from them yet. So I'll apologize later. Uh, but no, to say mustard's trash, I. I yeah. will never apologize. You won't for even that. do mustard. I will not walk it back. No. You don't do mustard on Philly soft pretzels. The only time, nope. Oh. Nope. The only time I ever will have mustard is if I have like a loaded burger that has like a bunch of stuff on it, and it just you know a little well, bit. Chicago of, style hot dog. Nope. That's trash too. What do you what? do? Just ketchup. What do you put on your soft pretzels? Nothing. Just eat it. 
Are you like one that I'm like, not a huge? Oh, well, I do like it when it comes with like nacho cheese. Okay, yes. that's yeah. fair. Yeah. Like the spicy yeah. stuff. Yes. Yeah. yeah, I can right. do that. Mm-hmm. That that I'll respect. Yeah, but like it is yellow mustard, and I'm not going to knock you for not, you know, wanting mustard on your soft pretzel. But it is very good. I'll say that. You you all in Philly love your pretzels. I remember when I went to my husband is from there, like north of the city, and when I went to some Eagles games, like when we were dating, like preseason games, or I was up there for some lacrosse stuff that they played at the link. I'm like, what is the fascination? With soft pretzels. People were going crazy for them in the press box. I did not. I knew cheesesteaks, of course. I did not know pretzels were such a thing. And they are delicious, I will say. The best is they'll sell them on the streets. On the corner, you can get flowers and you can get soft pretzels. That that was a big thing Like back when I was young. My dad always used to take me down into the city. Did he get, I'm like, sorry, oh, pretzels well, for your mom? <laughs> 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 probably, probably should have because, you know, no. <laughs> but it's, I mean... It was good, and they were always fresh, and they were always great. Cold, so. right, though? What's cold, that? They're cold. No. Oh. No, they're always hot. The ones hot. that they had in the press box were, like, cold. They're, they're like, warm. real thick, and like, they always, like, seemed wet, and I know it's probably, like, the salt that's on them. Yeah, that's, that's like, if they sit for a little bit, they can get a little, you know, warm or yeah. cold, but, like, you want them, like, hot and fresh and just, like, you know, yeah. right right out of whatever they're cooking, cooking them in, so... All right. Yeah. I respect it. Still wouldn't do mustard. That's fair. It's trash. Yeah, Chicago well. dog. <laughs> I have had one in Chicago before. I did it. I went to the source. I just would rather. I'm a huge hot dog girl. I'm from the Midwest. We love them. We can't explain why. <laughs> Skyline Chili. Love Skyline Chili. We need to get some of these sponsors listening to this. Um, but I'm just a ketchup gal and hot, hot dog. We, we got to get, we maybe got to get Stuggies to uh, send us some hot dogs yeah, or Stuggies something like legit. that for the next episode. Yep. Yeah, that's that would be fantastic. The little uh, crab dip mac and cheese hot dog. Oh. Had that at the uh, Camden Yards, and it was pretty good. But it's good. Yeah. So maybe 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 we can uh, we can figure something out here. Who knows? Yeah. So someone's got to feed us at some point. Exactly. That's, you want to talk about Super Bowl snacks? We'll end on that since well, we're talking about food. You were like real big on that. So what's your favorite? I mean, everything that was said is just fantastic. But for me, there is nothing better than a really really good spicy bean dip. I just what? oh yeah cheese Whoa. beans salsa dude you're just what? coming out here with the hot takes right what? now yeah no the of I mean, all the Super Bowl say foods wings, a right? bean but like, dip wings but like right. a spicy refried bean dip that I don't know where the recipe came from but it's within our family that we use now and it's just it's got to be for every big football game we have it I mean I wouldn't say no to it but I just I've been to a lot of Super Bowl parties that don't have a bean dip, and I haven't been like, yeah. "Where's the bean Where's dip? Where's the bean dip? Where's the be- no, worst that's Super Bowl party ever?" For my house, like, yeah. if I'm gonna hey, have that, if I am hosting for others, I'm gonna get a huge platter of wings. Yes, Jaffy, do yeah. you like also sleep with socks on? <laughs> Since you're, you know, you have the weirdo takes on? right here. The, with the weirdo bean takes. Dip. <laughs> bean no, dip. That's fair. <laughs> what? <laughs> it, it, it's not as bad of a take necessarily as hating Chick Fil A sauce. I, I don't but, hate Chick Fil A sauce. Yeah, but anyway, <laughs> I'm just gonna I'm just gonna like start you writing these things me. down. I'm gonna have a file on you. Things that Jackie it just seemed it just seemed just very random of Super Bowl like, foods oh and bean dip. I'm gonna evaluate you at like the end of the year. The whole thing. Oh. You've got cheese on top. You got me with cheese. Like, yep, oh big fan of cheese. Salsas, like love me some salsa. It. I'm not saying I wouldn't have oh, it. Wings, wings are always fire. Dips like cheese. Buffalo chicken dip, always fire. Yeah, and then beer. Of course, of course, you gotta Ooh, have that beer. Yes. beer. 
beer. Is that a snack? I guess if you have enough. It can be. <laughs> if you try hard Sometimes enough, you yes. drink your dinner. Pretzels, pretzels like you said, like the with the nacho cheese. And like if you get like a pretzel tray, that's always really good yeah. too. So like that's like the go-to. Like chili. Like people sometimes have chili or like some sort of dip that's like a chili with Tostinos and um, cheese. Yeah. yeah. I've said cheese a lot. So cheese None is of cheese, cheese said, is fire. thankfully, celery and carrots to dip in something. No, I'll only if like there if there is a veggie tray, I'll hit it up. Yeah. I'll hit it. I'll hit, hit it, it if up. it's with yeah. wings. Like, if it's like that's my favorite. No, it's no. Uh, la- last thing, real quick, very very quick before we go, with your wings, since we brought that up, uh, blue cheese or ranch? I'm a blue cheese blue girl. Cheese. Blue cheese. All right, consensus is blue cheese. That's the wet, way to go. T- wet my, too. I don't like dry rubs for my wings. No, I, I no, like no. them. I'll eat them, yeah. but I prefer like buffalo. My hottest take is no hot. ranch. Okay, Cannot I mean, I, I can do it like if it's it. there, but I like blue cheese. Drums are flat. Oh, my God. Speaking of if you have to, you can't have blue cheese when you're pregnant. What? Because of the pasteurization. Mm-hmm. Oh, you have to be very careful with your cheeses sense. and how they're pasteurized. Like, if it's cold in the store and wrapped up, you're usually okay. But, like, for some reason, blue cheese is weird. And I didn't feel like going the extra mile and reading a bunch of labels. I ate so many chicken wings, like hot wings, like just without any dipping sauce. And then I even went to the dark side of ranch, and I was like, "This is just trash." It is. It is. It truly. That is. was ranch really is good difficult. With... That was harder than drinking. Right. <laughs> that was harder <laughs> cheese, than no alcohol. Yeah. The cheese factor, and you also can't have. Um, oh, I love a charcuterie board. That would be another oh, Super Bowl favorite. You bad. can't have any of those meats, like those those salami, those deli well meats. Well done meats. Yeah, you can't have any of those meats unless they're, like, piping hot and cooked and they're not at those parties. And, like, when things sit out, listeria, I know I'm like going back. I know I'm going back to my trauma, I'm getting, but I'm getting a medical let's just say right after here. Hudson was born, my diet consisted of blue cheese, cold meats. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> not alcohol because I was breastfeeding. But All right. Yes. Well, here's to uh, here's the wings. On that note. And blue cheese and uh, flats. Flat, not flats and only, bean but dip. Well, yeah, and, and some bean dip for yeah. Jack. And, and, so. and getting and getting hit up by the uh, ranch lovers that yeah. we're, we're going to get roasted. Come well, at me. Well, I, 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 unlike Rocket, will not walk it back and apologize. It's I trash think, with I, wings. I tried it, so it was good. I think all the <laughs> five bean dip lovers in the world will, will uh, download the podcast this week, so that'll be great for us. <laughs> so I uh, appreciate you guys tuning in uh, to another episode of The Flock on Fox 45 presented by Sports Unlimited. For Morgan and Jaffe, I'm Rocco. Uh, have a great rest of your day. You've been listening to The Flock on Fox 45 Podcast, presented by Sports Unlimited. Stay up to date on the latest Ravens coverage. Check the Sports Unlimited tab on foxbaltimore.com.